Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Alpamonte Ford Hotline, Alpamonte Ford in Melrose Park, and welcome in David Schuster. David, we hope you're UMA, to use movie speak, UMA, upright, mobile, and asymptomatic. How are you today? <laughs> I thought you meant UMA Thurman. Yeah, well, we all wanted to be UMA, but in this case, we're we're told to check on the elderly, so we're calling to see how you're doing these days. <laughs> well, I, you know, I haven't talked to Grabstein lately, so I'm not really sure how he's doing either, but... Um, no, I'm, ju- I'm doing just fine. But, you know, listen, like everybody else, I'm having withdrawal pains. I mean, I- I've probably seen more sports in Chicago for who knows how long than probably anybody else. So I'm going through withdrawals. I, I wholeheartedly admit it. But obviously, everybody's got to follow through and do what's right for not only themselves, but their family, their friends and, and society in general. You got to stay away from everybody. And let's hope we beat all this. David, uh, eight-part question, since we have a little bit of uh, extra time <laughs> eight here Eight-part question. <laughs> eight-part question. So, number one. No. Um, what, um, so you're, you're obviously, you're doing nothing right now. Have you have you heard anything from the, the NBA or from the Bulls, what plans might be no. going forward? No. Okay. No, there, there, there's no there's no answers to any questions, Mark, because obviously no one knows where the end of this is going to be. I mean, could it be a week? Could it be a month? Could it be six months? You know, and I'm sure they've you know all probably figured that, you know, if it ends in two or three months, what do we do at that juncture? You've seen all the same things I have. I mean, they probably have contingency plans. And, and I've seen some really ridiculous ones that, you know, if if. If by some strange chance, let's talk about the NBA for starters, that if 
this hopefully this thing passes and maybe by june one they could resume in some fashion it could be one of three things they could try and resume the rest of the regular season and have a truncated playoff system there i've talked heard uh, you know some goofy ideas about the heck with the regular season let's go right to the playoffs with the teams that have already qualified I've also heard of even goofier ideas of going right to the playoffs and having everybody qualify, including the Bulls, who would be obviously, it'd almost be like a play-in game in in the NCAA tournament where they and some other team with a horrible record would face off against each other in either a winner-take-all one-game scenario or a best-of-three scenario, and then they would move on to face an upper team. And and the higher teams, or the higher-seeded teams, would have been the teams with the better record. So these are all far-fetched ideas. By the way, I don't like that. I don't think the Bulls or even the Blackhawks deserve to be in any playoff situation. Right, you know, I agree with that. What they did, because of what they did in the, you know, up until when the virus overtook everything. So if they go to that idea, I personally, jadedly, I'd like to see it because that'd be more games here in Chicago, but I don't think either the Bulls or the Blackhawks deserve that kind of opportunity personally. And so I don't know, Mark, in, in answer to your eight-part question. What, By the way, was that eight parts or was that just part one? <laughs> no, no, we still I, got I seven more to go. Is. Steve, sit tight. Okay. <laughs> I, I just want David to break down every playoff uh, every, every playoff series. So let's let's break down all 400 of them. What, what if it, it – I think the smartest thing or the thing I'd be most in favor of is the season's over. Whenever you resume, you're resuming with the playoffs as they right. were set. I mean, you're talking about – the teams, at least in the East, had like less than what two tenths of one percent to make the playoffs, while where the Bulls had even less than that. So it was pretty well set. And if you're jockeying for position, look, this is this is unforeseen. It's unbelievable. If you're lucky enough to get the chance to return to the normalcy that is a season, I would just go there because it's not just get this done and award a trophy, but you also have an off season of much negotiating and then you have to get ready for next season. I don't, I I think sports will be pushed back for several years. If, if it gets started at again, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Well, again, you know, no one knows the answer because no one knows the end of this. I mean, God willing it, it, you know, it, it just, you know, It'll dissipate and end somehow, some way, with with hopefully a lot of help from society and, and the medical people who are the real heroes here, of course. But no one knows, uh, honestly, guys. I you know I just think the regular seasons in both at least hockey and basketball they're done. And if they're lucky enough to resume at any juncture, the sport go right to the playoffs, and and who knows if that'll even happen. I mean, it's possible that the whole thing will be wiped out. And it might not start up again until next year. Again, no one knows the answer to any of these questions. Um, You know, you'll laugh at this, but I just saw a tweet a little bit before coming on the air with you guys that if by chance there's no NBA draft lottery, guess what number the Bulls would be drafting this year if they go by the Seven. That's correct. That's correct. Which I think might happen anyway, no matter what. So, I mean, it's so up in the air. Obviously, there's just no answers to the multitude of questions because we just don't know what's going to happen here. Well, and even though the past is for cowards and losers, as Mike Ditka once said, <laughs> I, I, w- I have been extremely comforted by I can't even explain the feeling that, that, that kind of goes through me. 
when I watch the old Bulls, the 90s Bulls, which NBC sure. Sports Chicago has been been airing. And it is. It was strange. It's like hearing a, a song that, from your childhood or something. It like puts you right back in that position, even just watching. Because they were playing like a Bulls-Miami game from the 95-96 season or 6-7, mm-hmm. something like that last night. Mm-hmm. And, and and just even hearing Matty Gukas's voice and, and a younger <laughs> Marv Albert. And I just... <laughs> was I couldn't I couldn't move I felt like I felt like a, a freshly baked cake um, in my place like like chocolate chip cookies had just been made it was just so comforting to watch <laughs> it have you had your eyes on those games a little bit David oh yeah but but to be honest with you Mark I, I've been watching some of those games listen I've watched some pretty bad basketball now for the last couple of decades so every now and then when I really need my basketball fix I go on YouTube and I go back in time I, I do oh. a Grobstein I go back in time and I watch sports from yesteryear and yes, I do it every uh, night you can listen to my show I, I, I we, 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 we talk about what's going on with with Al Frederick Hughes of the Ramblers we do it every night yeah the guy with three first names Alfred and Rick yeah um yeah yeah I have done that over the last couple of days as well but Listen, I, I've been very, very, very fortunate to cover 12 championships in my hometown, and, and it's one of the mantras that I have on both Twitter and Facebook. Very lucky to have done that. And so those are great memories, and to relive them short-term, long-term, it, it's wonderful. And listen, the, Michael Jordan is still the greatest athlete. We've talked about this numerous times. The greatest athlete, greatest basketball player I'll ever hope to see, and that's not taking anything away from all the other great players who have played, but he was the best. And, uh, you know, to witness what he did along with those teams, magical moments, absolutely magical. There are a couple of videos I call your attention to. The um, passing of Kenny Rogers, kids, ask your parents. He was, he was yeah, kind of, he was country's version of, um, of Michael Jackson in the 80s, pretty much. Um, and, and what he accomplished as a crossover artist is unbelievable. Have you seen the video of him and Michael Jordan? I did. I did. I watched that a little earlier this morning, unfortunately, with the passing of uh, of him earlier today. But, yeah, I did see that. I'm not really sure where that came from. It was obviously some kind of celebrity all-star function. I'm not really sure where it was. But, yeah, I, I saw I saw Rodgers hit a, hit a jump shot from basically almost the top of the key, and then I saw another one where he passed to Jordan, and Jordan had to dunk. So, yeah, that was pretty cool stuff. Well, there was Check part of it was – Go ahead, Part Steve. of it was the, the – the, he – he pumped fake Jordan into the air, which was quite – he and he quite took flight. And he goes past him, and then he, he hits a set shot. He makes – Kenny Rogers took a set shot like he was red clots, and he hit the basket. <laughs> and the next time down, or one of the next clips, Kenny Rogers is trying to drive to the basket, and here comes Michael, and there's no way Kenny Rogers is getting anything done. I think he <laughs> swatted it into the, 20, the year 2010. That's how hard he hit him. <laughs> It's yeah, funny, so, it's yeah, funny but, you guys. So I'm just interrupting the hell out of everybody. David, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, Mark. You were first. Okay. No, I was just going to say that I had a. It's funny that Kenny Rogers' name has come up and that unfortunately we lost the man today. But last night. I uh, and stay with me here. Last night I watched the the Richard Jewell movie, and one of the mm-hmm. performers at the Atlanta Olympics that was they were showing last night right. was. Kenny Rogers, as a matter of fact, and I thought the Richard Jewell movie was excellent. David, have you seen it, and did you love it the way I loved it? 
I actually did see it, Mark, and I actually loved it just like you did. I mean, I went in there with really no expectations because I think the critics sort of panned the movie. Um, I don't know. Maybe they have something against Clint Eastwood. I'm not really sure. But actually, the movie was really good. He was really good. Uh, the, char- or the characterization of the female reporter, I don't know if that was a real thing or not. Maybe you know on, on that one, Rosie. But, um, I mean, she was depicted as pretty awful in that movie. But I thought everybody in the movie, including um, uh, Miss Bates, who was fantastic as always, I thought the movie yes. was really good, Mark. So I agree with you. They made crap up about the reporter. It wasn't true. It was just it was it was it was Hollywood taking Hollywood license with it. Um, did you see anything else, knowing how much you like to be around fewer than ten people when you see a movie? <laughs> did you see anything well, before no, it I became mean, dire? No, I mean, they're not allowing. They, they've taken the decision-making yeah. process out of my hands. I mean, AMC, we talked about this last week, AMC, you know, trying to hold on to its audience said that they would only have 50% capacity of their theaters, but that was sort of a joke because there's no chance any theaters were going to fill up to 50% to begin with. But then all the other chains said, the heck with it, we're closing down, rightfully so. And so AMC has followed suit and i don't know if there's any movie theaters i tend to doubt there's any movie theater chains anywhere that are open at this juncture so no and and for what little it's worth and i do mean little there's really no good movies that are out this time of the year anyway this is just an awful time for movies but a lot of the movies as you guys well know have been pushed now back including looking forward to the james bond movie and i think that's been pushed back to the fall so um you know the the movie industry much like everything else is is going by the seat of its pants, and this is just totally uncharted territory. All right, David. Well, we we appreciate that. Next week, come to us with um, movies you've seen again and that you'd recommend sitting through a second time. There you go. I'm happy to do that. All right. We appreciate it. Thanks, David. Hi, David. It's uh, David Schuster, and um, and I, I call your attention to the the film clip of Kenny Rogers. Getting putting a ball fake on Michael Jordan and then hitting a set shot. It's really, it's a scary thing. And then Jordan gets revenge, treating him like he was, like he was every bit the Miami Heat or he was Reggie Miller or whatever it was. The Knicks, it was he treated Kenny Rogers no different than he treated anybody else. That was that's, that's a spectacular piece of video. That's fantastic. Um, a couple of things to read real quick here from my uh, Twitter account. That Actually, to both of ours, um, at Mark Rody Sports and at Steve Rosenblum. Uh, one of them says, thank you. I'm a mail carrier, and you guys were the first to acknowledge us, appreciate it, keep up the crappy work. That from Juan, apparently a mail carrier. And then this from Steve, and I like these tweets because it keeps us all honest. Please don't forget about all the public works personnel making sure everybody's water sewer systems work during this time. So, yeah, we're trying to give as many shout-outs as possible to the people that have to work and, and in essence, are working for us. So, yes, thank you to those people as well. Indeed. We appreciate it. And we're here for, hopefully, for some mirth and jocularity and uh, merriment and hijinks. And next, we will try to, we will either, I will either entertain you or I will bring you the suckiest thing that Saturday Suckage has ever produced. Ooh. I can't wait to share that with the class. He's Mark Rohde. I'm Steve Rosenblum, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score.
Welcome in, welcome back. Steve Rosenblum, Mark Rody with you. It's a bit of news to pass along. According to Drew Rosenhaus, the agent, the Bears have signed Artie Burns, a cornerback, a former Steeler. Last year, started one game, played in 10, had eight tackles, and yee, yee. I don't know. No passes defended, no interceptions, no. Well, <clears throat> they need bodies at cornerback, don't they, Mark? That's what they've been collecting. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's the idea here. 24 years old, he, he will be entering his fifth year in the league. I think we're, we're going to see a lot of this. You're going to see a lot of, of the Artie Burnses suddenly signed <laughs> by the Bears right now. The, in the draft, and then wait until you know the 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 rookie free agents, the ones that don't get drafted. They're they're, I got, and, and you're gonna see that with at safety too. Even though they brought back Deion Bush, um, yeah, this, this is you're gonna get a lot of this. So we'll see. Artie Burns, don't know much about him other than what you just said and his you know four years with Pittsburgh, um, out of Miami. So we're going to learn more about Artie Burns and probably, again, like I said, a lot more names because Kyle Fuller needs a friend and Andy Jackson needs a friend in the Bears secondary. <laughs> we all need a friend. We do, so especially in these trying these are, times. Right, in these traumatic trying times. This is um, this story. This caught my eye. It was uh, uh, from Rolling Stone, and it goes back to the, the story goes back to March 11th when a therapist in St. Paul named Brittany Barkholtz was having trouble sleeping. That day had been Donald Trump trying to reassure the country with a primetime address. Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson had announced they'd tested positive for the coronavirus. Harvey Weinstein had been sentenced to 23 years in prison, and the NBA had suspended the rest of its season for a Utah Jazz, after a Utah Jazz player tested positive for COVID-19. So she couldn't sleep, this Brittany Barkholz. She got up, and the first thing she saw on her Twitter feed was from Matt Warburton, who, um, who's a writer for The Simpsons and The Mindy Project. And what he tweeted was, Today was like, if we didn't start the fire, was a day. And so it prompted Brittany Barkholz, this um, therapist, to <clears throat> spend a half an hour and come up with this. School, schools closed, Tom Hanks, trouble in the big banks. No vaccine quarantine, no more toilet paper scene. Travel ban, Weinstein, COVID, panic COVID-19, NBA gone away. What else do I have to say? That's pretty good, right? If you're writing a parody yeah. of, of that. Yeah. So she sent it out and got 68,000 retweets, including one from Patton Oswalt and one from George Takai. Patton Oswalt said, we didn't stop the virus, could have been prevented, but our leaders demented. And it prompted a lot of people to reflect on the song. And people at her age said, you know what, there wasn't a, it stopped in like 1989 when Billy Joel wrote the song. We didn't start the fire. It was a history lesson right up until then, but there needs to be a second part of it. And this song, by the way, grew out of a discussion with Sean Lennon who said, nothing nothing happened in the 50s and 60s. And Billy Joel said, watch this. And so he wrote the song. And he wrote the song that he said it was starting to look like a rap song. And he called the melody horrendous, like a droning mosquito. 
but we all know how it went. And suddenly mm-hmm. there have been a bunch of parodies written um, in the it, after ni- in 80, 1990. So you're getting this kind of history. So far, Billy Joel has not weighed in on it. But as the therapist said, who started this, there's so much uncertainty and anxiety now, and humor is a solid coping mechanism. And we try to do that here on The Score, right? Saturday Suckers is all about that. So, in hopes of entertaining you, or if not, the greatest version of suckage, I wrote some words for a Chicago version of that song. I thought we needed to represent in Chicago, Chicago sports. And there are some caveats here. One is, I couldn't carry a tune in a dump truck. I cannot carry a tune in a dump truck. And this is also a bad melody, as Billy Joel himself admits. Okay, something, disclaimers. Some, something else, yeah. I didn't stick to the the entire iambic pentameter uh, version of his. I tried to. I tried to catch the spirit of it. Uh, I tried to get get you to understand you'd feel at home with this version of it, even though it wasn't perfect. So that's the... Those are, as I attempt to sing this, and I use the word loosely, I just, I wanted to share my project with you. So might I do that now? I've warned people you, they know how to close, cover their ears at this point, Mark. Let me, um, let me make sure my cat is secure. All right, he's put away. <laughs> and three, two, one. Go right ahead, Stevie yeah. Sunshine. Mitch Trubisky, Leonard Floyd, draft disasters to avoid. Ryan Pace, a new tight end. Everybody gets the bends. Quarterbacks from the south, I just threw up in my mouth. Another first-round pick is dead. Hey, Virginia, pissed off yet? Why hasn't he been fired? He's still employed, and we're all annoyed. Why hasn't he been fired? He's still in charge, and his mistakes are large. Geo 1, Geo 2, Kopech nearly 102, Keichel, Robber, Encarnacion, Grandal and Cishek, Abreu gets a bigger check, Yoan and Tim no longer on their own. White Sox arrow pointing up, so of course they closed the shop. Why couldn't they get started? We didn't get to see whatever they would be. Why couldn't they get started? Please play ball so we can see them all. Grandpa Rossi's now the man. I guess that's Theo's only plan. Comcast, Marquee, wait another century. Gar Pack set to go. Boylan's latest dumb T.O. NFL, CBA, NHL on delay. What's Colleton do anyway? What else do I have to say? Why haven't they been fired? They're still employed and we're all annoyed. Why haven't they been fired? They're still in charge and their mistakes are large. And that's it. That's what I wrote. That's what I did. Thank you. That's for pretty good, Stevie Sunshine. Yes. Thank you. That, for you know what? I gotta. Me. I gotta say, you actually maintain the melody relatively well, and your iambic pentameter is not so bad. Well, I went back and looked at it. Thank you for that. Um, I tried to catch the spirit of it, Reg, and it just didn't. It didn't exactly count out because he was real. Billy Joel was really precise. This is a beautiful thing that he did, as far as just writing and making the rhyming words, but thank you. Thank you for everyone who tolerated that, everyone whose ears sat through that. I both apologize and hope that it uh, provided some... I I hope it was 
I hope it was not the earworm that you can never get out. You can never get out this horrible nasally singing voice and some of those some of those words that I sang. So instant feedback on six seventy eleven from the seven oh eight. Now I'm going to hum this all day from the four one four. Oh, there goes the earworm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. Um, from the 414 song is awesome. That's from Nick and from the 708. Well done. So that's that's uh, you know that's like I said you know the, it's a it's a tough crowd on that text line and you just got three positive reinforcements from 67011. Congrats. Well, that's very that's very nice of you people. It shows the depths to which you're willing to accept entertainment in these trying times. And certainly there's nothing more trying than listening to this radio show. I um. You know, I did mention something about the um, the Blackhawks, and um, Scott Powers reported that apparently Rocky Words is not pissed off like Virginia McCaskey was. So everybody's coming back who has now been responsible for this lousy hockey team and this non-playoff team for the third straight year. The GM, the ill-equipped coach, and I just need to... I mean, you can make your your if you're a hockey fan out there, we have them out there. You can make your call on this, but I think it's interesting, instructive to point out the Penguins won back-to-back Stanley Cups, their second and third, when Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin were 29 and 30. The Penguins Penguins were fourth best in the East when play stopped this year. The Hawks missed the playoffs. They were going to miss the playoffs when Kane and Taves were 29 and 30. They missed the playoffs for three straight years. And this year, the Hawks were fourth worst in the West when play stopped. So I, I just, you talk about making the most out of your best players. And the Penguins, who we've often talked about them with the Blackhawks as who's the team Who's the dynasty? Who's the team of whatever decade you want to look at? And the Hawks won them all in a neat little decade. But the Penguins won three cups just like the Hawks, and they also did a back-to-back in an era when nobody goes back-to-back. They made the most out of Malkin and Crosby. Their general manager made sure they had guys to, to play with. And guys about the same age on the Hawks are going into their third straight playoffless year. So I just need... I. Looked at that, and it, there's something wrong with that picture. That's it. I don't know. Understand. Well, I, I have I have maintained though that you know, a lot of people have said something similar, and I don't know if this is necessarily what you were getting at, but like that uh, you're wasting the primes of of uh, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves, and that their primes never will have been wasted because they did win three titles. Um, I will say this that I'm very surprised out of that bunch. More surprised, not just Stan Bowman, but surprised that. <laughs> J- he didn't quite yeah. sound like quite the undertaker that you originally modeled him after. Yeah, I didn't. I, I had too much enthusiasm going in my voice. I just brought it down here a little bit. If people continue <laughs> to say things like this, people there you are go. going to die. But anyway, um, that, that Jeremy Colleton still gets the vote of confidence. And I had heard, too, 
and I don't remember, maybe it was Pat Boyle's podcast that John McDonough was also given a, a vote of confidence. And mm-hmm. I didn't, I never even realized that he was under any uh, suspicion of not being um, somebody like that. That surprised me a little bit. I didn't know that John McDonough needed a vote of confidence. I thought he was locked in because his part seems to be more of promoting and marketing and putting the, the team in a logistical uh, place to win. And obviously he's done a good job of that. Yeah, I, I thought he was, as as a phrase we used around here, a made man, and there wasn't anything to worry about. I don't know. It, maybe his contract was up. I never I never considered that. I never thought that right. that was going to be an issue because he's not – I mean, you look at Stan Bowman. He's got to stop building slow teams that aren't quick either, and he's got to find someone who is equipped to coach in the NHL like the guy he fired, not like the guy he replaced him with. Um, you could make a case that Stan Bowman has found, has drafted people, <clears throat> players who at young age show they're going to be able to play in this league so far away from where, from where you, you need to help Taves and Kane and Keith regain another shot at the championship and Corey Crawford. I mean, this was, you got a coach here, Stan Bowman fired a Hall of Fame coach to bring in a guy whose defensive system was in, inexplicable, apparently. Certainly, he couldn't teach it. Certainly, the team couldn't learn it. The goaltenders were putting on Vezina Trophy uh, performances every night, and they were still missing the playoffs. They were still out of the playoffs. They were at the bottom of their division. I just don't, I don't know why he's... You know, he's protected for whatever reason Rocky thinks he's protected or whatever reason McDonough is protecting him. And I guess it's because if they had to choose somebody, they chose Stan over Joel Quenville. Same way same way the, the, the Cubs, your Randy McPhail Cubs, chose Sammy Sosa over Mark Grace and got rid of Grace. Kept Sosa and gave him the locker room. Not a good I decision. think that they I think they won't admit it, but I think that this was maybe this past year was a year where they they weren't necessarily planning to win, and so they just Dale swamed it or Ricky Renteria it, where they knew <laughs> they, right. It. You know what I mean? Like they didn't they didn't need to have like a, a big time coach in there. And once it gets real again, and hopefully they will do things in this off season that will suggest that it's going to get real again. And then maybe they bring in the, maybe they'll hire Joel Madden. Uh, they'll bring in the, the, the veteran coach. So, you know, no team can, especially the Blackhawks at this point, they're not going to admit that they don't necessarily think they're going to win, but it could be like the, like what the Cubs are talking about doing this year, or maybe not talking about doing, but the, the sort of quiet rolling rebuild. We may have to take a step or two back before we begin to thrive again. And um, maybe, maybe that's what they're doing with Carlton. Cause he certainly does not seem like a guy who would be qualified to get a team to the Stanley cup finals. And two more texts. I want to thank you people for this, for tolerating um, 815. It's the wake and bake club. We have low standards. <laughs> and eight four seven, <clears throat> that sucked. Keep it up, and I want to thank yep. you for that. I you you got the you know I I you, I captured the spirit of it, Reg, and I was and you people did too. So, um, and eight four zero eight, I give the song three gummies and a hit off the pen. 
Well, I guess yeah, how about this for the one, Wake and uh, Bake Club, that's high praise. That's top of the <laughs> yeah. line. G- great writing, terrible singing. That's half suckage. And there's a couple people who suggested that you and Dan McNeil should get together and compose as one, and and then Matt Spiegel as well. So maybe you need to get into the into the studio. Well, I guess we can't do that right now. That we can't get into the studio. But a no, lot of see, people that think was, that. Yeah. That was another thing working against me. I know that that when um, Mac and Speaks have done these kind of parodies, they've laid down tracks behind them, and it was just such a such a fast-moving week where we got these apps on our phones, some of whose worked immediately, some of whose didn't. And <laughs> the the idea that that I could lay down music, and it was it's still. I was never going to write the right meter. I, my, ambic, my iambic pentameter and Billy's rhyme scheme, it was just never going to work. But the whole idea, you, you know, it was just these are the times we're in. And um, I wanted to capture the Chicago sports version of it. So thank Speaking you of that, you know, iambic, that. iambic pentameter is, wow, what a great Chicago word that is. Iambic pentameter. Yeah. Iambic. Or it's an opening act at Pitchfork if they ever hold that again. I used to do play-by-play for iambic pentameter years ago but when, I, when I was doing high school sports and then I was doing minor league hockey and iambic pentameter. Nicely done. Nicely done. Thank Did you. we ever get a report you. from you? Because I don't know that enough people know that you're a Katie cat, right? Yeah, and, Katie Perry, and, sure. Yeah, you're a Katie cat, and I don't know that, that... Are you allowed to be a little monster and a Katie cat? I didn't know if you needed a ruling. Did Lady, did Lady Gaga. Gaga? Does she have to come and and here's give what you I dis- think the rule special is. dispensation? I think the rule on that, and we're all allowed guilty pleasures. I, I genuinely like uh, Katy Perry's music, and I get it; it's silly, but I like it. Um, no, I think that the the uh, you can't be at least I think according to the Grobber, you can't be a Lady Gaga fan and a Madonna a Madonna over here. You can't be a Madonna <laughs> fan. Because she's a fraud. She, co- she, 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 a lot of people think that she came up with it. Madonna was the original one. Let's Dance was a Madonna song, not a Lady Gaga song. So I think that that's the distinction that one has to make. Yes, you can be a little monster, and you can be uh, a Katie cat. That is the case. Yes, thank you. Okay, I just, I just want to make sure. I didn't want to get you in trouble. I just wanted to make sure. Okay, all right. Um, we, uh, we have to take a break. And when we come back, we will fill out this nonsense with um, some coronavirus stuff, some sports stuff. It carries on. Anything we haven't gotten to, a couple anniversaries. One we missed last week that was a real doozy because we were talking about hockey. And Mark's going to make up stuff about Artie Burns to make him sound like he's better than Kyle Fuller. Right? Can you do that for us? <laughs> or, like, or like I really know anything about Artie Burns. Right, I know. How does that... Who, which now? That, that's not at all a Summerall name, right? Say it a Summerall. Artie Burns. I mean, a little bit. No. Like it's it's not it's not committed to it. I mean, um, what if no, it were Arthur not really. Burns? What if it were used as legal full legal first? Arthur name? Burns. I don't know. Herman Moore. Yeah. Brian Mundy. Iambic pentameter. Yeah. <laughs> no, that doesn't. All right. Well, no. much we're trying too hard now. Yeah. I just wanted to see what what announcer would would if that would work in, in some football voice. All right. Um, more crap to come before Zach Zabin gets here and tries to clean up our mess. Chicago Sports <laughs> Radio, 670 to score. <laughs> Thank you.
Mitch Trubisky, Leonard Floyd, draft disasters to avoid. Ryan Pace, a new tight end, everybody gets the bench. Quarterbacks from the South, I just threw up in my mouth. Another first round pick is dead. Hey Virginia, pissed off yet? Why hasn't he been fired? He's still employed and we're all annoyed. Why, why are you playing the wrong fire? He's still in charge of his mistakes are large. Okay. Am I that awesome? Let me go ahead and bring that on down, Mike. Okay. All right. There we go. That sounded a little bit. uh, I think the music was a little too loud or something there. Well, I don't know, but it was the Stones, and I was singing Billy Joel. Um, All right. It's time for our weekly phone call. Wayne and Lafayette. Welcome to the score. Rosie, Grody, Wayne. my friends, my, my WB pals, man. Jesus, we what are. a great day. What have, you been doing on, what have you been doing on hold? Remember, not it's it's puff, puff, don't pass. That's what... Well, I know that. I know don't that. share. No bongs, no pipes, no sharing. Well, I was out at the state line. I hit the uh, Clorox dunk tank three times and cleansed myself. And uh, so anyway, <laughs> but <Sweet>. yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Gro- Gro- Rosie, I could feel I could feel the pace love all over the radio waves today, buddy. I could just feel it. It's just, it's in the air. You you two ought to just meet at the fifty yard line and just have it out, buddy. I, I mean, no, he won't. No, he's practiced social he distancing come up. from from the oh, media that's for right. a while, and so have I. Yeah. And so that's the way it goes. I just oh, look man. if he makes a decision yeah. on a quarterback, I know it's wrong simply because he made it. I've got. I've I got a profile you. built up. So what do you what do <laughs> you think? I, I I believe that, big buddy. I believe it. I, I I hope I hope we we figure out some way to win this year. Grody, I want to ask you, buddy. Can you use your influence and get uh, Eddie Vedder on the line? Call him up, get him on the phone, and talk to him about uh, what's going on in the rock and roll world during this pandemic. Yeah, and, I probably uh, can. He uh, actually, the the you know Pearl Jam has had to, just like all the other major and minor musical acts, if you will, um, have had to cancel their tour. So Ed's uh, Ed's available. We could probably get him hooked up on the Lucy app too. Hey, that'd be great, big buddy. I know you got. I know you. I know you got. I know you got a lot of connections, Grody. And, and hey, Rosie, I'll tell you one thing, buddy. I'm I'm gonna miss the Alice Cooper and and um and Tesla concert with Lita Ford this year. I was planning on going to that one, but uh, there's a, there's anyway. There's a lot that'll be a lot that will be canceled. Canceled a lot of a lot of uh, it's just it's, everything's a shame. Look, you, sports as I you know you know you know the most important thing now, buddy, is when you see Mark Grody. Now you got to look at him when you're talking to him. Right. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Wayne. Well, we'll we love you guys, that. man. <laughs> I love Wayne. you, buddy. Take care. Wayne, you're the goods, buddy. <laughs> love you more. Mean it. By the way, if yeah. you want to know, like, what don't, a, what, down, what a, don't put down the bong either. Here, here's the kind of that. person I am. I did something yeah. really stupid today. I made a horrible video and I put it on Instagram. And I'm so stupid that I, I made this video. It's a full body. I was just trying to give people a flavor for, for what we're doing here and doing our shows from home. But I was stupid, and the video I had, it's its my whole body except for my head and me talking. And uh, our good friend Danny Parkins on Twitter writes, if you need a laugh, watch at Mark Grody Sports unintentional headless promotional video for his show today. 
And because I want people to be able to laugh, and even at my expense, if you go to my Instagram, you can see a wildly hilarious and stupid video made by me. But you know what? I'm not going to leave it up there all day. So enjoy it while it lasts. But, Mark, you're doing it for humanity, for the good of humanity. I am. I, I, think, I think that needs to be up there all day. Yeah, and that's why, honestly, Steve, I was going to delete it. And I was like, you know what? If people need this to make fun of me and to um, yeah. and, and, and to smile or laugh or just call me an idiot, then it's there. So enjoy it while it lasts. And I'll, like I said, I will, I, will let it, I will let it last. Okay, that's good. That's good. I want to report, according to uh, U.S. News and World Report, that sales of pot in California jumped 56% on Monday compared to the previous four Mondays, as Monday was one day before San Francisco officials issued the citywide shelter-in-place order the way we have in our state. So you have until 5 o'clock for whatever medical pot you can, whatever uh, havoc you can wreak on the, the medical establishments, they'll be open uh, they'll be open today, and they're open. They're they're considered essential personnel. So I want to encourage people to do that. A couple other things about related to the related to this, and and at a time when you're looking for, you know, feel good stuff, feel normal stuff, that there is a in in the uh, Ontario Junior League, the the Owen Sound attack. Adam McMaster, he's uh, I think he's 18, 19. 18, was unable to visit his grandma due to social distancing. So what he did was he went to her building and he had big block letters laid out that said, hi, grandma, and a red heart, and he's waving to her. And the video shows the, the window where grandma is. So this is how he's communicating to his grandma. Oh. I, it's great. I, I no, love that. No, it's very cool. I do too. And um, Owen Sound, speaking of that, Perry Sound uh, was the birthplace of the greatest hockey player ever. And it was 72 years ago yesterday that Bobby Orr was born. But that, that was in Perry Sound, Ontario. And so here's something else for you Cub fans. This is the closest thing you'll get to see baseball. There's. Go to Wilson Contreras' Twitter feed. Have you seen this, Mark? I, I did the one where he's hitting in front of his garage. Yes. He's doing what we did as kids. This is what he's doing. Certainly he's more than, his brother's more than six feet away, and he's firing a pitching gun. But it looks it looks like one of the what, wait, toy machine guns, but it's a very small ball. For all I know, it might be you know Nerf whatever, but he's swinging. He's making good contact on the smallest of objects. And this is on Wilson Contreras's, uh, and one of these, he's, his brother is standing on a chair and aiming down, coming over the top, firing this gun. And Wilson Contreras is against the garage, as kids are wont to do when there's only two of them who can play, and he's taking swings. It's great. It doesn't take you back to the day where you, if you played wiffle ball, you had a lawn chair that was your strike zone. And if you played against a garage with a tennis ball or something, you could take like tape and make a strike zone out of it, right? Did you do that? We did similar stuff. We, we it's funny. We actually had a, a camper in uh, our neighbor's backyard, and they had a huge backyard. So we played, and as if you smashed the ball off the camper, it was a single. If you hit it on top of the camper, it was a double. And then we also had phone wire. 
in in the outfield, like they were way back there, that was the home run wall. So everybody has their own version when it comes to wiffle ball. Wow, yeah, that's it. That's the way to go. Wiffle ball is especially especially tough to do. And um, but the the Wilson Contreras, I bring that up because Wilson Contreras is one of the divas, um, two secret boyfriends on the Cubs. Um, Wilson Contreras and Javi Baez are are her two secret boyfriends. So this this was a particular attention. I'll tell you what it takes me back to, Steve. It doesn't take me back to wiffle ball. What Wilson Contreras takes me back to is the days when there was Major League Baseball. Remember that? (laughs) Man, the good old days. Grandpa, sit down and tell us a story. I was there when Wilson Contreras hit his first. A lot of people don't remember, but he came up and hit with a bang. That was Wilson, as Pat Hughes says, Contreras. Long O for Wilson Contreras and O official. I don't think that uh, official actually requires the long O, but you know what? It's Pat Hughes' thing. It's him. He can do what he wants. Yeah, right it's now, him. He's, he's probably looking online at Target and describing the different kind of clothes they have. The jeans with a button down with a zipper and, and yeah, orange stitching. All right, we got to say goodbye. There's our music. He's Mark Grody. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Uh, Zach Withers and Michael Chen produced this mess. We... Sorry they had to sit through this. David Schuster, Kevin Fishbane. Zach Zabin is next on The Score. Stay well, everybody. have been possible if we weren't here to be told how much we suck so kudos to you guys for sucking as bad as we do oh yes wait Wait a minute mr post wait wait Wait. oh yeah that's it (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.